All right, we are back. It is week 17 on the FFL Tour. I am Jeff the Freebird Nickerson. And if you can't tell, a little happier today than the last couple weeks. That's right, the list hits again. Both mine and glasses number one team, Cam Smith, Mark Leishman, Diesel Weight Snakes. Thanks for coming out. That is a W for the FFL Tour and the list. We love to see it. Congratulations to the Snakes getting their first ever win on the FFL Tour. Now, Diesel Weights can hold that over them. They can say they carried them to the championship. I don't know. Cam played really, pretty well. Pretty, pretty well. So, good for you. Congrats on the win. And then what do the Snakes do right after that win? They trade Cam Smith. What a day of GMing for the Austin Rattlesnakes. They get their money, and then they ship their guy on to Vancouver to the Grizzlies for another first-round pick. Wow. So the Snakes go into next year's FFL Tour draft with three number ones. There's only 15 in the first round. They got three of them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable day for the Austin Rattlesnakes and an unbelievable day for the juggernaut Dallas Dieselweights, who, with the victory, just jumped into first place, taking over that spot from the Buffalo Bush Boys. People said it couldn't be done. They said it's the Bush Boys' year, it's over. Well, tighten up the boots, Bush Boys, because there's a new top dog in town, and it is the Dallas Dieselweights. What a year right now on the tour. So in first place, we have the Dieselweights. In second place... It is the Bush Boys, and there's a couple teams charging. You look at the Grizzlies. They just added Cam Smith. They're looking to make a run. A couple other teams, they're sniffing around doing some stuff. We will see what happens. And, of course, in last place, it is the Las Vegas Freebirds. But I don't give a shit because what a weekend we had. As I was saying, the list hits. Unreal. Great win for us. Also, Jeff Sakani jumps into the group, hits us with a NASCAR bet while... We are waiting for our list bet to hit. We hit a goddamn NASCAR bet. He picks one racer. We hit that one. Oh, and don't forget, on Saturday night, the bro bets were flying in UFC. We went 6-0 on UFC bets. It was a perfect weekend on the FFL Tour. You can't beat it. We were betting. We were taking all that money back that we've lost to Bet365. It was an unbelievable weekend. You absolutely love to see it. Since we threw that big daddy pitcher in the chat, we haven't lost. Chris Patton might be the luck of the FFL. So, big daddy, you're riding with us again this week. We have, coming back on, Zach Glaspel. Got to talk to him. Got to bring him back on. We got a W. So, of course, he's coming back on. Right, freaks? Of course, he's coming back on. So, we have Glass on this week. We're going to find another winner. We are going to talk a little bit about the NFL draft with our Sir Diesel Top 5. We're going to do a little fun with that one. But before we get to that, I was went a little deep dive last night on the NFL draft. Now, if you know me, I am not a huge college football fan. I, I watch the bowl games, get into that, bet some, bet some money there, start to fall in love with a couple players, and then I read everything about the draft as it's going along. And then I like to do about a night or two of just really getting into it, Checking out guys so I don't look like an idiot when they get drafted, knowing who they are. Last year, all in the group, all I kept saying was Herbert over Tua. I was pounding that drum. 
Asked Jared, who is the fan of the Chargers, I was all over Herbert, wanted him more than Tua, so there's a hit for me. I'll take I'll take the credit on that one. And my biggest, the guy that I was pumping up the most was Chase Claypool, who obviously hit too. So I got a couple guys that I like that I'm going to talk about this year, and we'll see if that happens again. Um, I like to focus mostly on offensive players because, hey, fantasy is more fun on offense. I feel like it's easier kind of just for me to tell if I like a guy or not. Defense is tough. Um, for me, it's kind of guys' bodies. If I've seen that kind of shape before, long, lengthy guys that are DNs and stuff, I don't know about that. You got to have some muscle. You got to be able to get through the line. Uh, and we'll see. So I did a little breakdown last night, and let's go through it. Quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence. I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a super-duper star. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. Everything you watch, I love it. This stuff about, oh, he's not that into football. Bullshit. Watch that guy play at Clemson. There is no way you're looking at that and thinking that guy's not ready to play in the NFL or loves football. So I'm in on Trevor Lawrence. Um, Zach Wilson, we were talking about him. Uh, where did that come from? And honestly, looking at the tape and stuff, I can see it. Um, he looks very good. That is a stud. Uh, we'll see what happens in the Jets, but I like their GM. He knows what he's doing, so if he thinks Wilson's the guy, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight it. Uh, what I saw in the highlights that I was re- and what I read about him, I'm in. I think he looks like an awesome football player. So we'll see what happens there. I like Lance. I didn't think I would, but I liked what I saw. Um, the videos. He's big. Uh, he comes from a football background. There's a lot to like there. So we'll see what happens. He could be going to San Fran at number three. I think that's where the draft starts. Fields, I'm a Fields guy. Everything I see, everything I read, I don't get what people don't like. Uh, He looks like he might be falling, which I don't understand, but we'll see what happens. Another guy that could be going third. Like I said in the chat, went from plus 1,000 to plus 500, and now he's plus 450 today. So maybe it's just the betting, uh, Bet365, all the the books are trying to just not lose a lot if he gets there, or they're just trying to make it more interesting, make it think that's what's happening, and people are going to start hammering that side. I don't know. I'm so confused about what's happening there. And then the last guy, Mac Jones. I don't know. I don't see it. I do not see it. I've heard some good things about him. Great in the room. uh, Born leader, all this stuff. But then I saw a comp that he's a less athletic Andy Dalton. Third overall? Less athletic Andy Dalton? I'm not even a Dalton. I don't rip Dalton. But Dalton, my, is that what we're going for? Like, San Fran didn't make a trade, didn't just fall into the lap at number 12 and they're picking Mac Jones. No, they traded pretty much three firsts for this. So you got to hit here. Kyle Shanahan is one of my favorite coaches in football. So do I think he knows what he's doing? 100%. But will I be let down if Mac Jones is the option? They're saying his best comparable, if it works out, is going to be Kirk Cousins. Um, third overall? No, Cousins was going in not, not in the first round. And yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Cousins. He's a good quarterback. He gets by. But... If San Fran wants Cousins, take him. We, I, Vikings will gladly give him to him. Like, just take him. Don't trade three drafts to pick Kirk Cousins. You can have him. So I don't understand that. Um, we'll see what happens, but I think that's the worst option at number three. I think the draft starts there, and honestly, it's going to be – this is Shanahan's career right here because he's got to get this right. It's going to be all on him. Lynch has pretty much backed away and said, hey, I, I'm, I'm giving the quarterback pick to him, so let's see what happens. I don't know. Running backs, uh, I like Harris a lot, uh, way more than ETN, way more, way more. Um, 
I think Harris is awesome. He should be going early. I know he's going to probably go first round. It looks like pretty late, but I don't know. If I'm a team that needs a running back, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Harris looks like he's ready to go. I really like what I saw there. Um, I like both North Carolina backs. I think Javante Williams looks awesome. I think he's going to be a steal. From everything I was reading and watching, ooh, I really liked him. I also like the other guy from UNC, small guy. I would not draft him early, but I think he'll be able to do some big things in the NFL. Sproles like... Uh, I do not like Trey Sermon uh, from Ohio State. Nope. Didn't like what I saw in that video at all. So that's what I think about it. Running backs, uh, wide receiver. I see Chase is going to Cincy, and if he goes to Cincy, great. He's going to have an awesome career because I'm still in. Uh, I think Burrow's going to be awesome. I think both of them together would be good. But if you ask me, Devontae Smith is going to be the best one of those three. I know that's not what everyone's saying. He's too light. He's all this. I don't know. This guy looks like he is a sick football player. If he stays healthy, I don't see why he can't. He can line up anywhere, which I like. I don't know if anybody's been reading about this draft, but good God, I went through the wide receivers. About 50 of the fucking top 55 are friggin' slot receivers. So I want guys that can move around. I don't just want these little speedsters. Like, everybody thinks they're going to get Tyreek Hill. Uh, unlikely. You're probably going to get Tavon Austin. So let's uh, let's hold up on there. I like Smith. I like Smith. I think Chase is going to be great if he goes to the Bengals. I don't know about somewhere else. We'll see. They say he was the number one receiver over Justin Jefferson. Well, just Jefferson went to the NFL, and he looks pretty damn good. So if Chase is better than that, hey, all the power to him. But I like Devontae Smith. I think he's getting a bad rap just because he's a little skinny. I think he's going to be fine. Um, also, my so so here's my steals that I like at wide receiver. I think Marshall from LSU looks sick. He's like 6'3", can play outside. There's not many guys in this draft that can. I think he's going to be an awesome player wherever he ends up. Won't be the first round, probably second or third, but that is a good football player right there. The highlights I saw, he can do anything he needs to out there. Really good player. I don't think he's getting talked about enough. But here is my Chase Claypool comp. I love this guy. So, Watching everything, I saw a couple games with him this year. 6'4", Nico Collins from Michigan. Love this guy. Reminds me of Claypool. Can do anything on the field. Can line up anywhere. I am all in on Nico Collins. I think he's going to be awesome. So whoever gets him, congrats. I think you got a steal in that one. It looks like a third round, maybe a fourth round pick for Nico Collins. I don't know, but I love that guy. So take him. Tight end. Pitts, absolute superstar. Cannot wait to watch this guy in the NFL. Wherever he goes, it's going to be awesome. It looks like Atlanta, but I still think there's a sneaky thing that Atlanta could trade back. I know Pitts is a perfect spot for them, but I don't know. There's just this feeling that someone might jump up, but we'll see. But if they stay there, I think they take Pitts. I don't think they're taking a quarterback. O-line, Penny Sewell is a stud. Uh, Definitely probably not saying his name right. Don't care. Oregon, if I'm the Chargers, I'm moving up to get him that's what i want to do um if i'm the vikings i'm moving up to get him any team that wants an o-line i would be moving up to try to get this guy i think he's going to be awesome but the chargers it makes the most sense him and herbert they played together so maybe they can jump up from 13 he is a lock to be a star i loved what i saw huge leader uh vocal guy like that a lot i like both the top corners on defense uh sertan and horn uh i really like sertan though Uh, i think he looks way better than horn i think horn's gonna be good but I don't know. He's got that. It's just a body that I'm not used to seeing at cornerback. Uh, Sertan looks. Uh, he looks perfect. He looks like oh, I don't even want to compare him to a guy, but he looks really, really good. Uh, I think if the Cowboys can get him at ten, that's the pick. 
Uh, I would definitely take Sertan over Horn, though, but I think both will be good. Uh, the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Vikings. I don't care. Fast forward if you want. But 14, the Vikings are picking. Highly doubt the Vikings pick at 14. Uh, Spielman loves training back. So unless he's moving forward to get that top O-lineman, he's moving back. Um, I think he wants to get into the second round. We don't have a second round pick right now. We have four fourths, though. So do the math here. I think he's going to be getting into the second round, either moving a couple of those up, or he's going to be taking his first and moving back to get a second, plus a late first, maybe. We will see what happens. Uh, They're going DN or O-line, it seems like. So... Phillips for Miami looks pretty solid, but a lot of talk that he doesn't even like football, so I'd probably stay away from that. He's got concussion problems, too. There's a lot of good DNs that I like. Uh, Qte Pei uh, reminds me of Everson Griffin. Uh, that's the guy I would pick as a DN first. I think he's awesome. Um, I think the Vikes could maybe even move back a couple spots and still get him uh, if any team wants to move up. So I really like that. That's who I would pick at 14 for a DN. But if they stay at 14, I think they would most likely go O-lineman. But again, I think they're trading back. So we will see what happens there. That's it. That's pretty much all the guys I want to talk about. Uh, There's a lot of good players in this draft. I think it's going to be wild. I think a lot of mock drafts are going to be way off. I think this draft can go anyway. There was barely any games this year. And some guys didn't even play and they're supposed to go in the first round. So we will see what happens. But it's time to get to the list. It is time for Zach Glaspell and me to find another winner. That's right. Our number one hit in the last week. Who cares what number hits this week, but something's hitting. We're getting to it. It's time for the list. Let's roll. You just made the list. All right, here we go. It is time for the list again with the London Royals, Zach Glaspell. That's right. We're off a W, so Glass is back. Glass, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a W. You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. Nothing but winners here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's keep that going. But before we get to that, let's do the Sir Diesel Top 5. It's the NFL Draft tomorrow, so we're going to do NFL Top 5 Draft bus so i did mine a little different i'm not gonna just name off guys like ryan leaf and stuff like that so maybe you are which is good but i got a i got a little bit more of a backstory to mine but let's start off with yours who is your number five nfl draft bust all right uh number five i have peter warwick oh wow uh fourth overall in i think 2000 it's the best receiver in college football at his time yeah uh, only played six years in the NFL, totaling 2,900 yards in six years. So <laughs> not a total bust, but I mean, for what people thought he could be, he definitely was a bit of a bust. Yeah, that's, that's rough. All right. My number five, like I said, I'm doing it different. So my number five draft bust is the entire 2015 first round other <laughs> than Amari Cooper and maybe a couple of those tackles. But seriously, go look at the 2015 draft. It is horrible Jameis starts it off at number one hey I I love Jameis more because he's hilarious but him as a first round pick is terrible and it only gets worse it is awful it is such a bad draft uh it's embarrassing I really the the draft the best player might be in the draft and not just because I'm a Vikings fan is Daniil Hunter in the third round the the draft is horrible so 2015 first round you're all busts in my book other than Amari Cooper so I like who is who is your number four? <clears throat> number four, 
Kevin White. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is a part of that draft. <laughs> yeah, was he 2015? Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Seventh yeah. overall to the Bears. Never caught a touchdown in his career. Injuries had part to do with it, but I mean, yeah. 285 career receiving yards, and he's out of the league already. He's one of those guys, though, like when I was like, I don't watch a lot of college. I said it before this, but I, I watch all this tape and I watch, I read about shit when I was when I was I remember that draft. And I was like, this guy doesn't look like he's going to be that good. Like he didn't have that body. He didn't. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking there, but that did not yeah. work out. My number four, Justin Blackman of the Jaguars. 2012, he went fifth overall. He yeah. had an awesome rookie year. He was really good. And then the booze just took over. The Sad, but got him. Drugs and booze. It was a disaster for Justin Blackman. He had a really good rookie year, and then he only played four games after that because he was suspended so much. And honestly, he's, uh, the word is he's still a mess out there, so that's tough. But uh, Justin Blackman, yeah, fifth overall. The Jaguars in the top ten. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number four. Who's your number three? Number three, I got Trent Richardson. Pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Again, a part of the 50 rounds, so he <laughs> yeah. was doomed from the beginning. But he had a good yeah. rookie year, actually. 950 rush yards, 11 touchdowns, and then he fell off a cliff after that. Yeah, so, went to the Colts and yeah. stopped, had cement on his shoes, so that didn't yeah. work. Uh, my number three is Jamarcus Russell. Uh, Raiders, 2007, first overall. Uh, just had all the skills but just did not want to put it together there's a story that warren Sapp told that i'll always remember that their offensive coordinator gave jamarcus russell a dvd and said this is what we're going to do this year uh we're changing everything up it's a whole new strategy i really want you to watch this get back to me let me know what you think russell comes in the next day hands the dvd back goes yeah i'm all in coach no problem Here's the problem. The the DVD was blank. There was nothing on the DVD. The coach was <laughs> fucking with him to see to see if he would if he would watch because they say he never watches tape or anything. So there's Jamarcus Russell right there. That's uh, classic. <laughs> All right, who's your number two? Yeah, number two, I had Ryan Leaf. Nice. Uh, second overall. Yeah, you got to mention him. Got to mention him. Yeah, thirty six hundred career yards, forty eight percent completion percentage. Also got into a bit of the drugs, I think. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> went to jail for a bit. Yeah, uh, my number two is a Vikings pick. I had to get one on there. Matt Khalil, fourth fourth overall to the Vikings. Uh, solid first year. I was like, all right, good. We got a left tackle. We're fine. And then, nope. Good <laughs> God, honestly, the next four years, as someone who watched every Vikings game. This man let someone go by him on every play. I'm not saying some plays on every play. Christian Ponder or whoever bullshit quarterback we had back there was running for their lives. This is the worst, the worst offensive lineman I have ever watched in my life. He could not <laughs> stop anyone. It was terrifying. I don't understand why he was even because I know they paid him, but Jesus Christ, just move on. It was so bad. It was the worst. So Matt Khalil, get the hell out of here. All right. And number one, number one, Jamarcus Russell, you covered oh. it. The mm-hmm. guy loved his lean. he sure uh okay my number one and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get this is a hot take a very hot take you're gonna laugh other guys in the group are not gonna believe it but andrew luck is the biggest draft bus of all time 
So 2012, first overall. And this is coming from Andrew Luck is my favorite quarterback to play in the NFL other than Peyton Manning. He played seven years in the NFL, only played six of them because he missed a year. Uh, never won an MVP. He was a four-time Pro Bowler. 2014 passing leader. Obviously, great, great career. Comeback player of the year. I get all that. But Andrew Luck, honestly, when he was getting drafted, I said I would give every Vikings first-round pick until he retired. Yep. That could have been 20 I was hoping for. But in the end, it was seven. Never won a Super Bowl. Never won an MVP. I thought he was going to be the next best quarterback ever, and that obviously did not work out. I know Colts fans have to be let down from what happened. So, yes, great career, but it was too short, and it wasn't even cl- – like, he was supposed to be the LeBron of the NBA – or the NFL, I think, and it just yep. did not happen. Yep. I've so. heard some rumors that he could be making a comeback, though. Well, I need <laughs> to see it because right now yeah. – in the end, it was a letdown for me because I thought there was going to be nobody better than that. No, and he I, played great. Obviously, I loved him. He was an awesome quarterback. But yeah. just what happened? No, that yeah. that was not what we were expecting. Yeah, and maybe if uh, his GM got him an offensive line. That probably would have helped. That probably would have helped. No, uh, but I, let's hope I the like next... the pick. I agree. He, uh, yeah. yeah, he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. Exactly. And yeah, let's hope the same thing doesn't happen with Joe Burrow because he was killed last year too. So we'll see what happens. Get your boys an O-line. All right, let's get on to the Valspar Championship. It is played at Copperhead Golf Course in Florida. It is 7,340 yards. It is a par 71. Uh, This course is very tight off the tee, but unlike other Florida courses, uh, it is tree-lined fairways everywhere. There is uh, plenty of elevation and a lot of dogleg holes. Uh, The course also features the famous snake pit uh, 16 to 18, which adds a real bite to the closing stretch, especially on Sunday. It's a good little stretch to end the 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 tournament. Uh, The greens are Bermuda. The historic cut line is plus three. And the past winners, Paul Casey the last two years, Adam Hadwin in 2017, Charles Schwartzel in 2016, and our boy Jordan Spieth in 2015. Anything on the course, Glass? You just want to get on the list? Uh, you pretty much covered it. It's got yeah. small greens, so yeah. you either got to be good around the greens at chipping or on your approach. So that's pretty yeah, much what sure. I stuck to for this. Good okay, so I decided, I decided that um, – I was going to introduce it a while ago, but I was waiting for a win and we got one. So I want to do where we're doing our top five. That's fine. But we both now are going to add a, a long shot. So it's going to be a six pack each. Your long shot has to be over a hundred to one. So I told you about that. So you got a guy for us. So let's start off with your long shot. The kickoff. Right. Six uh, so his owner wants a second round pick for him. I don't think it's going <laughs> to happen. But I got Dougie Gim, 110 to one. All right, all right. I think he's, I mean, he's a good player. He's a good young yeah. player. He was the number one amateur in the world. Yep. And he looks like he's putting it together. He's uh, 27th on tour in strokes gained on approach. Yep. 37th total strokes gained on tour. 155 in putting. So if you can get a few putts to draw, yeah. he could have a good week. Yep. No, I like that pick. Doug Jim's been around. He just, it's like you said, he just kind of falls off here or there. Seems yeah. to be a trend with those guys that aren't aren't near the top all the time. They have their their really hot start on Thursday, Friday, and then they just kind of fade off. But yeah. he seems like a guy that if he can putt, he could definitely put it together. Yeah. All right, uh, my long shot, 
I'm going with a London Royal, and his name is Mac Hughes. He is 110 to one. <laughs> oh, um, I, he was my second. It was him or Dougie Gem. <laughs> man, he's been playing really good golf. He was he a, around there for the Masters. Uh, yeah. Another guy that just needs to have a better weekend, and he can pull it out. Hadwin yeah. won here in the past, so why not another Canadian? Yeah. Uh, he finished 13th here in 2019, so he can play well on this course. Yeah. And he's a guy that can put the lights out. So if he can get on these small greens and start hammering birdies, why not? 110 to 1. 10 bucks wins you $1,100. So yeah. that's some two good long shots. We're telling everybody, I wouldn't put anything more than 10 bucks on these long shot boys. But if you want to get in on them, that's a thousand bucks if we hit one of these. So now let's get into our top five, our real list. So who do you got for number five? Number five, Russell Henley. Nice. Nice. Plus 3,300. Yep. Fourth on tour on approach, strokes yep. gained. Yeah. 15th on tour strokes gain total. So he's having a really nice year. 11th tee to green. I think he could be a nice sleeper this week. Yeah. No, I, he was on my short list. Uh, when he plays, he's just up there. He's up at the yeah. top of leaderboards now. He doesn't play a lot. He's playing. He's really picking and choosing his courses. Uh, he seems like a guy that thinks he can win on certain courses. So he's, yeah. he's set up really well here. He's had good stats here before. So I love that pick. Number five, Henley. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going back to the Bubba Watson well here. Played well last week. I actually thought he played better than Scotty Scheffler for everything I saw. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Scheffler was not hitting great shots, and he missed some easy putts. Bubba needs a win because he obviously wants to be on the Ryder Cup team. He's fifty-five to one for this one, uh, so why not? If he, he's got to get a, he's got to get a W to even be in the conversation for the Ryder Cup team. So he's starting to play better. He's had two top tens in his last three starts. Uh, he's played well here before. He's had a third and a fourth finish. He finished fourth in two thousand nineteen. So I like Bubba. Fifteen on Bubba pays eight forty. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at Bubba too. I didn't include him, but I do yep. like that pick. Yep. Number four. Number four, Jason Cockrack. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. T two in twenty nineteen. Yep. T eight in twenty eighteen. He's having a pretty good year. Twenty uh, fourth in strokes gained on tour. Twenty first in putting. So. Yep. You can get some putts to drop. I like his chances. He likes yep. loves it here too. So Yeah, I have uh I have him too. I have him as my number three though, so I'll just say that now. But uh Crocraig of the Bermuda Bluefins, he's all in. Uh he's thirty five to one, tied for second, like you said. Uh he also finished T eighth here in two thousand eighteen. And like you said, his stats are awesome and he's been money with his putter. So yep. he's he's set up perfect for this course. So twenty on him, I got that's seven twenty. So I'm in for that one. Who is your number three? <laughs> number three, Sungjae M. There we go. Yep. Uh, Welcome back, Sungjae. Welcome back. I mean, I really struggled with putting him on the list, but <laughs> his only time here, T4 in 2019. He's 28 yep. to 1, by the way, plus 2,800. Yep. I mean, he's seventh in strokes gained off the T, 19th in putting. His problem this year has just been, honestly, not even a bad round. It's been, he's had like stretches of four or five holes where he plays plus five or six. So Yeah, it's weird. He needs to clean that up. But, yeah, I mean, he's not going to do that every week. So, I think he could have a big week this week. Yeah, he loves Florida. His stats are insane in Florida compared to everywhere else. Everywhere else, he's pretty good. In Florida, he's a top ten golfer. It's, it's nuts. So, that's a yeah. great pick. Uh, my number four, but I already talked about my number three. So Justin Rose of the Vancouver Grizzlies. So we're back to back Grizzlies. Uh, when Rose gets going, 
he usually keeps it up for a while. He finished seventh at the Masters. He looked good last week. I know they felt a bit on Sunday, but I liked how he played. He's fourth on tour right now in par five efficiency between 550 and 600 yards, and that's what you need to score on this course. Um, he has three top tens in six appearances here. He had the round of the Masters. That Thursday <laughs> round, What you, you listen to other golfers, they just cannot even believe that he put up that minus seven compared to everyone else. So I think he's hot right now. Uh, Grizzlies, they need a W. They keep getting all these top tens. So if they add a W, why not Justin Rose? 15 on Rose pays 540. Yep, I like it. All right, who do you got number two? Number two, DJ, Dustin Johnson. Oh. Nice, nice. Uh, going more with my gut here. I mean, by most people's standards, by most people's standards, he's been playing pretty good. But for his yep. standards, he's uh, hasn't been too good lately. But um, he's getting a bit better odds than what he had been getting earlier in the year. Still only ten to one, so not great. But he's uh, twentieth yep. in strokes gained on approach, twenty fourth around the green. He's hundred and twelfth in putting, and I mean. <laughs> yeah. He can putt, so yep. if he gets a few, he's gonna have a big week here soon. I think it's gonna be this week. Yep. Yeah, I love that pick. I also, T six in that. his uh, last time here, twenty nineteen. T six. So exactly. Uh, my number two. I we talked about it. We don't love the odds, but I, I honestly I had Hatton in my number two spot. COVID yeah. took him down, so had to <laughs> replace him. It was down to a couple guys. It was between Sung J.M., who you took, so that is perfect, and Corey Connors. So I didn't want to take him. He's 20 to 1. I think the odds are ridiculous. But yeah. I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss on Corey Connors if he hits. I've yeah. missed on a couple guys, and it is the worst feeling in the world. Hello, Hideki Matsuyama. Um, and the same, we talked about it. I said the same thing happened with Speed. Speed was on an awesome run. He went yep. up to 12 to 1. Everyone was like, I don't know if we should do it. Me and Jared ended up doing it, and he won. So, yeah, the odds aren't great, but Corey Connors is playing awesome golf right now. And if he hits and we aren't on it, I'd be crushed. So, I'm jumping on him. 25 pays 525. I don't need to talk about the stats. He's playing yeah. unbelievable golf. Yeah, he's, he's really playing unbelievable. Yeah. So, who is your number one? Number one, Patrick Reed. Nice. Good. Uh, T2 here in 2018, T7 yep. in 2016. Great ball striker. Uh, second in strokes gained putting. He's got a great short game around the green. Uh, that's all you, all you need to say. He should have a good week. Perfect. Yep, I love it. Uh, it was between Reed and my number one, Dustin Johnson. So I love Reed's pick. So I took Dustin Johnson number one. You already talked about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it the same way I looked at JT when he won the players. He wasn't playing that great, but then his last round before the players, he really turned it on. He so, and I think DJ's doing the same thing. He finished, uh, he played well at the RBC Heritage T13, and he wasn't even putting that well. So we got him yeah. at. I got him at 11 to one. So he tied for six here in 2019. So obviously you can play the course, yeah. and it's time for DJ to kind of get on the board here. Let people yeah. know he's back before the PGA. So exactly. we're both on DJ. Love that. And we got Reed now. We got Sungjae. We got Connors. List is loaded. We're loaded right yep. now. So let's get a winner out of that group. You got any extra bets? Uh, no, I don't this week, actually. If I was going to do one, I didn't even look at the odds, but I couldn't put him on my list. He's 
back-to-back winner here. He's not going to win three times in a row. But no. Paul Casey, top 10. I saw, yeah, that's good. I, I like that one too. But I saw a stat that's just ridiculous. Like, honestly, Tiger stats make me laugh every time. <laughs> but this one, so they're like, uh, Paul Casey's going for uh, three in a row. It's yeah. the eighth time it's happened in so many years. <laughs> The uh, uh, six other times, uh, six of those eight times are Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. It's, dying. Like, it's just ridiculous. All right. So I did a few extra bets. Uh, I stayed away from the top tens. I did top 20. I got max at plus 260. I think he'll play well here. This course seems it'll, it'll set up well for him. So plus 260 just for a top 20. I'll take that. And then I took a couple longer shots for top 20. Uh, Sam Horsfield. Uh, yeah. plus 400. This guy is ripping it up on the European tour. Yeah. Um, he's just top 10 every week there. So he's, he's getting a sponsor exemption to come here. So it'd be good for him to kind of put himself on the map in the state. So plus 400 just for a top 20. And then Charles Swartzel played well last week and he's played really well at this course before. He obviously won here before. So him plus 20 is, uh, or top 20 is plus 400 too. So mm-hmm. that wow, one's pretty nice. good. And I got a fun one. I don't know if you saw the video of that Monday qualifier. Yeah. Mike Vesecki or whatever, the guy crying all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not going to hit. This is just like the barn rat bet of last week. Uh, plus 1,600 top 20. Probably not even going to make the cut. But still, hey, I loved what I saw. That guy was pumped up. So, hey, yeah. plus 1,600. Have some fun. And another funny story is Barn Rat's going to be in a featured group this week because he's taking the spot at <laughs> with, the hat. With and Phil stuff. and Reed, I think. Yeah, just yeah. big boy blowing darts in their face all day. <laughs> and two more. So I did the uh, Fratelli, the tick after dark bet. That did not hit at all. I'm doing a little bit different. This one is the Monty Burns special. Sam Burns has been playing awesome golf. He, he carried Billy Horschel last week. He yeah. is 81 to win or 80, 80 to one to win. So put 10 bucks on that. You win 800. He's top 10 plus 600. Put 10 bucks on that 60 bucks and top 20 plus 300. If he hits that, you'd win all your money back anyways. And a 10 bucks. So Sam Burns, I think he's going to be great. He's a great Bermuda putter played really well last week. The guy's dying for a win. He's always around there. So I'm going all in on Monty Burns yep. and for fun hole in one. Plus 125. There we go. So that's it. That's a lot of bets. Yeah, Sam Burns, actually, he would have been number six or seven on my list. I almost took him. So. Yeah, I know. I was holding him off mine, too. I, it was hard to – but I wanted to get Bubba on there. So Sam yeah. Burns, we got him We got him covered anyway. He's, he's on the podcast. So yep. we got the big daddy luck. We'll keep sending that picture out, and we'll just keep hitting winners. That's all we do right now. So <laughs> FFL's hot. Carry it into the Wells Fargo. Let's go. Exactly. Let's go. Three. Let's go. Let's go for two for two, and we'll make it three for three. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks and for having me. Let's have another winning week. Let's do it. Later. Later.